everybody, this is Coach Sal. I'd like to welcome you to my new podcast. Uh, I've been doing a podcast on Anchor for a while, and that podcast focused strictly on misconceptions and myths as it pertains or as they pertain to exercise in general, fitness, nutrition, performance for sport, along those lines. And I try to keep politics out of it because, you know, with what I do, politics isn't always a sensitive subject to discuss in the setting uh, of how I do my business, how I run my business, working with people privately, one at a time, small groups, teams, you know, kids. It's not always either appropriate or even necessary to discuss politics. Uh, As I did that podcast, and if anyone is interested, you could search for it. It's Coach Sal, Challenging the Nonsense. Uh, I started this separate account so I could kind of hit on my key point here about how politics and the government has affected our health and fitness, none of it for the better, and expand on that topic and, and focus on different elements of what we consider our healthy lifestyle and how it's been affected negatively by government intervention. And obviously with the coronavirus and the shutdowns and the quarantining of healthy people, never before has the government undertaken policies that are flat out detrimental to healthy people. And it's terrible that there are these viruses and flu season and and there's a pneumonia that kills people. But the bottom line is we can't shut things down. Um and be afraid of what's a naturally occurring uh, virus. And never before again has the government undertaken policies that are detrimental to everybody. Uh, I've seen firsthand the effects of the shutdown on seniors who were healthy and for their whole life had worked on maintaining a fitness level and a health level that would have been the envy of someone 20 years younger and in two to three months that has disappeared both physically and mentally. Uh, I've seen it affect children from the age of three up through the college uh, age, college ages. Um, And this has spurred me to create this new podcast. I'm also, you know, distributing it a little differently where I know people are going to tend to listen to it. I'm not trying to interject politics into everything. I'm trying to show you how politics now has affected the most important thing that we have control of ourselves is our health and fitness and how we take care of ourselves. So a little bit about me. Uh, I've been in the business for over 30 years, started as a high-end private trainer in the late 80s and have have progressed uh, through where I still maintain my business, where I work privately with people. But now I've, you know, well, not now, over the past 25 plus years, I expanded into the coaching realm, have coached at all three levels of college, both as a sports staff coach and as a head strength coach at the high school level, the same. I was a head strength coach for 10 years in a successful high school in suburban New Jersey, have worked with individuals from every sport, from our common team sports to individual sports such as ice skating and fencing, um, swimming, you could name the sport. I've worked with athletes from that sport. And, you know, I started to witness uh, over the course of just educating myself and following the trends in fitness 
um, there were things that just did not make sense in how government policy was um, driving what's going on for the mainstream or in the mainstream of fitness. And nutrition is the most single most important aspect of our health and fitness. It's something that we can control like no other element of our health and fitness along with sleep. Um, so let's, for the most part, agree that both sleep and exercise, I'm sorry, sleep and nutrition are the two most important things you can do and are the two things you have more control over than anything else in your life or even in your healthy lifestyle. Nutrition has been ruined by government intervention and it goes back to the institution of or the initiation and the institution of the food pyramid. The food pyramid was developed by uh, an, a bureaucrat who was from a vegetarian vegan background who had an anti-meat bias and developed this diet that was the food pyramid basically. It's a diet in disguise which has led to the vast majority of our health problems, uh, number one being obesity. There is now more than enough research that points to the trend lines of our nation's obesity problem coinciding with this institution of the low-fat, no-fat diet. The more carbs we ate, the more processed foods we ate, which are majority of which are carbohydrates, the more sugar-laden foods we've consumed, the obesity level has gone up. Not the fat level uh, intake, but the carbohydrate intake. So a little bit more about myself. I will provide you with info, but I also encourage people to read and I can provide you with the sources of information that will give you this information from an, an unbiased, non-biased source. The most important book you could read on, well, there's two, but the uh, the, the book I'm going to promote today that is the most important book you could read, not only from a nutritional standpoint, but to understand how data has been manipulated by the government to pr produce a product that drives an agenda that has nothing to do with our health. The book is called The Big Fat Surprise. It's by a woman named Nina Teichholz. She's become kind of a, a very visible figure in this uh, movement to improve our food pyramid and the eating in general. She was a writer. She did not, she is a writer. She did not start out with an agenda to prove or to show that fat wasn't unhealthy or that carbs were, un, or, or, were unhealthy. She set out to write a book about the history of how we got to this point with the food pyramid and the research that went into it. And in a nutshell, what she found was that the data always existed to show that fat was not the culprit. Data was hidden, manipulated, destroyed, ignored, etc., etc., to make the point that fat was the devil. And it really has not been. And the data not only existed back then, like I said, but it was hidden. And they did new studies recently that have basically proven that same fact, that there is no correlation between the intake of cholesterol and high cholesterol levels. There is no correlation between intake of fat and high cholesterol levels. There's no intake, uh, I'm sorry, no correlation between intake of fat and heart disease or cardiovascular disease. As a matter of fact, there are inverse relationships between the amount of fat and, and all diseases and markers of disease. 
So that book, The Big Fat Surprise, is an important book because it's an eye-opener. If you're cynical and have a jaundiced view of what we're being told by the government in a variety of areas, the book about nutrition and how we've all been manipulated and how this manipulation has resulted in hundreds of billions of dollars in healthcare costs, in lost hours from people who have been sick and have been uh, less than they should be because of following this lame advice. This is the book, The Big Fat Surprise. This book, and uh, there's other books and other instances that can prove this same point. However, this book kind of is the perfect storm and it's the perfect stepping off point to discuss the other problems that we have with how public policy, public health policy has nothing to do with the public's health. So I'm going to leave you with that today. I'm going to try to keep things to be, a, to be about 10 or 12 minutes. Uh, I'd rather break things up into small bites and have people listen and, and feedback than uh, to ignore what's going on or not listening to it because it's too long or skip it. So I'm going to leave that with you today. I Again, you could get that book in any format, The Big Fat Surprise, read it or listen to it, uh, commit that to your to-do list, especially in the summer. It's great. It's a great read. It's not a scholarly book. It will open your eyes. You'll be amazed at how the original researchers constructed the end result from the research. Rather than let the research guide them, they took out elements of the research that didn't support their case to support their case, to come up with this fat is bad agenda or fat is bad message. All right, again, that's it for today. I hope you guys listen. I'd love to get feedback from you. The email address you could use is saltheadc at gmail.com. I appreciate your input or even if you'd like some input as to topics I'll cover in the podcast. Thanks again and I look forward to hearing from you.